0: Hey, this is Ryan Stevenson, and you're listening to the Christian Music Guys podcast.
1: On today's episode, we sit down with Ryan Stevenson. Ryan is known for such songs as In the Eye of the Storm and The Gospel. Ryan's brand new album, Able, is available this Friday. Welcome back to the Christian Music Guys podcast, the podcast for Christian music fans, by Christian music fans. Jesse, um, do you like... Have you ever put the money in those machines to try to get an animal out of the claw machines? Stuffed animal, yes, a prize. Um,
2: just a couple weeks ago at a skating rink, I did. Did you spend $20 to try to get it? No. <laughs> spent a dollar. <laughs> I spent a dollar. Yeah. Well, I okay, gave a dollar to my kid, and my kid uh, threw the dollar away. Oh, lovely. Well,
1: uh, a 13 year old boy in North Carolina tried his hardest to get the prize. He even tried so hard. He ended up climbing in the machine and, uh, he had to be, mm. he got the price, but then he got stuck and then he had to be freed. Um, of course, you know, the fire, firefighters and stuff, uh, res- medical team had to come out, open the machine and get the boy out. And, um, the only thing that happened is he scraped his knee and uh but here's here's the the crazy thing um the the theme park evidently this was at some theme park in Charlotte North Carolina um amusement park and um so he got his prize but then the theme park banned him for 1 year
2: for t- attempting to steal from, from the amusement park I guess they didn't even give the kid a a 50 cent plush toy. Not only that, they banned him. They banned him. Yep. Poor guy. For one
1: year for theft.
2: I'm like, interesting, I guess. But did he take it? Did he take it? I I don't know. I don't know. But uh, I mean. One year. How old is he? 13.
1: So he's like Levi's age.
2: Oh, he's 13 yeah. years old. Well, older, oh, he knows older better than Levi. Okay. I thought, I thought he was like five years. I thought he was like a five yeah. year old. And then I was like, come on. He's five. Oh, he's 13. No, yeah, he deserves it. But here's my, <laughs> he's, th- here's, <laughs> he's, he's, uh, he's, he's old enough to know yeah, better.
1: I'm sitting here thinking like, cause Levi will be 12 in a few weeks, my son, and he is, he's pretty tall. I mean, he's about another year or two, he'll be as tall as I am. And I'm six foot. So, um, I'm thinking of a 13-year-old a climbing in one of those machines. That had to have been pretty, uh,
2: yeah, you know, that's yeah. it's crazy. No stuffed animals worth that. <laughs> I've seen pictures. I think in my head I, I had imagined he was five because I've seen pictures before where kids have climbed into those machines and gotten stuck. But they're always like four and five years old. I have no idea how I – 13-year-old boy. But you know what? It makes sense, though. I, I totally believe it. I'm a youth pastor, but I get it because I work with youth. I have uh, young teenagers in my youth group, and boys are boys, right? They're going to do things. I, I, we have a rule in my youth group, don't do dumb things that exist just for them. Uh, so I totally can see it. I feel like if we had a uh, like a plush toy machine, claw machine in our youth room, I'd probably be pulling a couple kids out a week. I I could totally see that happening. It's craziness. Well, today's guest is Ryan
1: Stevenson. Uh, Ryan is on Goatee Records. Uh, There is a fun fact about him, and I'm I'm sure a lot of our listeners know this, but Ryan Stevenson actually wrote the song uh, Speak Life for Toby Mac. And so uh, that's a pretty, pretty cool thing. And he wrote songs...
0: Speak light, Yeah. Speak light.
1: He wrote uh, In the Eye of the Storm, The Gospel, a bunch of other songs uh, that are on the radio. He's a great guy, and he's got a brand new album releasing Friday called Able. So check this interview out. Well, Ron, thank you so much for taking the time and chatting with me this afternoon. Yes, sir. Glad to be here. Yeah. So, how did you. Um, let's just start from the beginning. How did you get your start into uh, CCM? Oh, boy. Well, I. You know, I worked for
0: a lot of years as a paramedic mm-hmm. before, before I got into Christian music. Um, and I was actually on a nine one one call uh, where a 39 a year old female had got struck in the head by lightning and was, you know, in full on cardiac arrest. And I was the paramedic that responded to that call and, uh, I ended up reviving her in the back of the ambulance on the way to the hospital. And she made a full recovery. And months later, she and I connected and she found out that I was, you know, this local musician that was playing coffee shops and open mic nights around town. And so she helped me uh, record some songs at a recording studio. And that that demo that I made uh, landed me. ultimately kind of in the in the scope of this dude named Toby Mack. who's and, that? Uh, that was that was really kind of the, the starting point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that uh, that was a big broad stroke there. So uh, but yeah it's my my journey has been so wild and unconventional and nothing nothing has ever been right down the pipe. It's always been some weird abstract way that uh, things have happened yeah.
1: and worked out. Now, uh, now, uh, speaking of your journey, has that something that it's always been your background, uh, like the, the Christian walk or uh, tell take us on a journey on how you found your faith? Or is that something that you, you know, you grew up being in church? Or...
0: Sure. Yeah, I grew up in church. Um, both of my parents were strong believers. Um, grew up in a little I grew up in a farming town in south central Oregon. Called Bonanza, or yeah. there's about two two hundred and fifty people in our little farming town, just a little farming community. I grew up in a little country church. I uh, grew up around cattle ranchers and farmers, dairy farmers, my entire life, and uh, I was, you know, raised in in the church around, um, you know, Christianity. Gave my heart to Jesus when I was seven, um, and I, you know, I remember praying with my mom. I remember the day of asking Jesus to just come into my life. And, uh, you know, just growing up around church culture, for me, even though I knew that I loved the Lord and I, I loved, I knew that Jesus loved me, I feel like I really started going deep in my faith uh, in my 20s, mm-hmm. um, where I had just, I really felt like I had a pretty profound encounter with the Holy Spirit one night at a worship event. And uh, it just, you know, I just knew. I feel like at that point in my life, the the true depth and the reality of the presence of God and, and the Holy Spirit and gifts of the Spirit and just how real, how real the spiritual world really
1: was. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so, this is a, a podcast for Christian music fan, fans by Christian music fans. And so, we, uh, we'll let our listeners know who we're interviewing um, and we had a few fans reach out uh, one in particular her name is Angie from South Carolina she wants to know the story behind your song your hit song uh, in the eye of the storm <laughs>
0: oh man I get asked that question a lot I'm sure and I Dave. love sharing it you know <laughs> eye of the storm is just is really just a a testimony, everything you hear in that song was was real life, something that was going on at that time. Um, I just wanted to write a song about things that people were actually dealing with, things that people were actually going through. And you know, I of the Storm, the backstory to that, that song was never supposed to be written. It was never supposed to be on my record. It was never supposed to come out. It, came, it was the very last thing that we did because my record label at the time said they asked if I had one more song to put on the record because I only had nine songs and they wanted 10
1: because
0: hmm. 10 just looked better on right. iTunes with double, with double digits. And so I didn't have anything, but uh, me and my friend, my producer buddy, we, we wrote Eye of the Storm in about 30 minutes. And it was so easy because we, you know, we didn't have any, uh, we didn't have our guards up. We just wanted to write a song that was for people, that people were acting, things that were just real and raw, that people were going through. You know, for me personally, everything in there was was real to me, Um, particularly losing my mom. You know, I'm the baby of our family. I'm the only son. And so my mom and I were super tight. My mom got cancer. My mom got breast cancer when I was in the eighth grade and she fought it for a really long time. And then years later, she, she died in her fifties. And, you know, that was just, that was a, that was a tough one for me. Really hard. Um, you know, there's a line in the song that says, when addiction steals my baby girl, Mm -hmm. there's nothing I can do. Um, That was from a a dear friend of mine whose 21 year old daughter had a raging heroin addiction and she was in and out of rehab and it was killing their family. And he just knew that she was going to die. And he was desperate and story after story of every line in that song, job, job loss. My dreams are being broken. Relationships in peril and having stress and tension. Everything you hear in eye of the storm was, was real and, And I just wanted to write something that talked about those things in a specific way, but then pointed people directly to the hope giver, the healer, uh, the one who actually is the eye of the storm. He is the calm in the middle of the chaos.
1: Yeah. I will tell you uh, one particular story uh, about that song. Uh, A few years ago, I live in Florida, and so there was a big hurricane, Hurricane Irma. And uh, I remember before it hit, um, we were having a Wednesday night service in our church. And uh, our worship leader, so we, we, we lost power. The storm was already coming. And, um, you know, it was, it was the, the effects. We already started to feel the effects of the storm. And um, we, the church lost power. And I remember our worship leader singing a cappella, the chorus, in the eye of the storm. And just seeing that over the body that you, you know, that God is in control of this and, you know, and no matter mm-hmm. what happens, you know, he's, he's our anger and he's, he, everything's going to be fine, you know? And so I just yes, remember sure. that.
0: I remember that too. I was actually in Florida when oh, Irma was, was, was coming in. Yep. Yeah. We were at a, a radio conference
1: down there. That was a major storm. Major. Yeah. Now,
0: we were lucky to get out of there, man. It was it was chaos at the airport, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I
1: bet. So, uh, so Ryan, your new <sighs> album releasing April 28th, Able. So tell tell us about that album.
0: Mm, just my favorite record that I've done so far. I love them all. I love every project that I've done. They're so special. They're all meaningful. I'm proud of them all. They're all my babies. And this new one called Able is, is really, in a nutshell, just a collection of of songs of what I've been walking through over the last two and a half years. Uh, just the journey that the Lord has taken me on in the last couple of years, really since COVID hit us. And we kind of had to just completely pivot and adjust our life to a major degree as far as you know touring and how we approach even being out live and, and playing concerts. And uh, just, I feel like what the Lord has done in my heart and the revelations that he's begun to give me, the the healing that he's been bringing into my life, daily during this time, kind of this wilderness season, being alone with him in the quiet, all these songs have been uh, just birthed out of this season of of trusting God. Yeah. With my with my very life, like I'm. Sometimes I feel like God. I'm I am hanging on by the thinnest thread and I, I'm hanging on to you like my life literally depends on it. And I'm everything seems so uncertain and everything seems so uh just precarious. And I need to know that you are here and that you have got me and that you are able to do exceedingly and abundantly more than I than I can imagine. Like I need that breakthrough from you, God. Um and so that's where these songs come from. They're just prayers, they're praises, they're lament. They're, they're just real raw talk for the real raw person.
1: Yeah. Well, well, we're looking forward to it, and we got to hear it the other day. And um, I really love your song, Closer. Uh, could you tell our listeners about that song? Yes.
0: Yeah.
1: absolutely.
0: One of my favorites. They're all my favorite. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But that, that one is particularly special to me. Um, you know, I love the line that the chorus literally just says, what if every heartache is not an accident? What if every failure is not a coincidence, not a moment wasted, not a tear in vain? I know my God can use any. And that's, that's just something that's been so true in my journey. And I'm just a, a living, breathing, walking testimony of his grace and mercy. God doesn't use us. I want to just encourage people who are listening, man, like God doesn't use us in spite of the messed up, painful, ugly parts of our life. He actually uses those parts, too, and he weaves all things right into our story. He uses it all. There's there's no such thing as coincidence. Coincidence has a nickname, and that's the Holy Spirit. Everything he uses, he brilliantly and meticulously orchestrates our circumstances and crafts our journey using every piece, everything that we bring to the table, he just comes right inside of that. And he uses he uses everything we go through. As Romans 8 says, he causes all things to work together for our good. Yeah. And that's, that's such a beautiful promise. And um, I hope that that just encourages people to know that God uses everything ultimately to draw us closer to his heart.
1: Now, um will you have this album on vinyl?
0: You know, we haven't even discussed that yet. That I'm, would be awesome. I'm that a would be amazing. Guy. I'm a vinyl guy. You know? <laughs> I'm waiting for it to just come out. yeah so, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> well, absolutely. Everything sounds better on vinyl, you know? So um Yes sir. So that would be awesome. So uh this next part, um You know, we just like to, with our first time guests, we like to get to kind of get to know you type thing. And so we just, we title it favorite things. And so I'm going to give you a word and you just tell me your favorite thing. Sound good?
0: Okay. Sure.
1: All right. What is your favorite food?
0: Cold cereal.
1: Cold cereal. You have a particular type of cereal?
0: The cinnamon toast crunch. There you go. <laughs> Every day, all day. I, I mean, I wouldn't need anything else. I promise
1: you. No, toast crunch. Do you have a favorite movie? Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber. The the sequel was terrible. It was, man, it was so sad. I should have just watch. left it alone. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a show? You're right about that. You have a show that you binge. Friends. Friend, okay.
0: Still, Brand. still, after all these years, I'll just go back and like brings me comfort.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The office is the show for me for comfort. You're right.
0: So. <laughs> yeah, you're not alone in that.
1: Do you have a favorite artist of all time? Yeah.
0: Man, it's uh, that's in between two people. It's either Michael Jackson or George Michael. Okay. One of the
1: two. Yeah. Uh, the next one, do um, you have someone that you would love to sing with, like a duet?
0: I do. I would love to do something with Chris Martin.
1: Okay, yeah, Coldplay. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Uh, do you have a favorite ice cream flavor? Chocolate chip cookie dough. Chocolate chip cookie dough. Nice. Uh,
0: do Here's you- the funny thing: you're asking me. You're asking me all these food things. But I don't I don't eat bread or sugar, so <laughs> so cinnamon toast crunch yes it is my favorite cereal but I haven't had it in like fourteen years. Oh man! I God. love ice cream, but I haven't had ice cream in a long, long time. Oh man!
1: So. Uh, do you have a favorite podcast?
0: Um, man. Well, I've been I mean I think so. The podcast I listen to is called Carolina Revival or Wilderness Society uh, by this dude named Damon Thompson who passed me down in yeah. Mobile, Alabama. I know he's, he just, man, he is really, really, uh, really ministered to me over the last several years.
1: Yeah. With Damon, um, I was in high school and he came for Revival when I lived in Louisville you know, earlier. And uh, he came for a revival. I went to a Christian school, and he came, and he, and he preached, and it was uh, on the second day of the revival. And uh, I was living my own life <clears throat> when I was in high school, and I remember him preaching, and just something got a hold of me, and all I remember, he gave the altar call, and, and that's all I remember. I just remember walking down there and surrendering my life again, you know, and... It was through Damon Thompson's ministry, you know, that just transformed my life, and and then it was through that day that I was called into ministry, and uh, I'll never ever forget that moment.
0: That's amazing, man! I I loved
1: it. Yeah. Uh, Do you have a Uh, favorite Christian music podcast? Maybe. Might even be on it. I don't.
0: (laughs) I mean, I would say this one for sure. (laughs) Uh, the, the Christian Music Guys podcast. There you I mean, go, there on. you go.
1: And do you have a favorite Bible verse?
0: I would say Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 would be the one that just uh, felt like my mother just always, always, always spoke that over to me and always said, Ryan, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, She just stamped that on my heart as a young kid. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path.
1: Yeah. Amen. So, uh, I know we got your, your album coming out April 28th and how, uh, what else can our listeners uh, uh, expect from you and how can they follow you?
0: Man, I would love for them to, to find me anywhere on social media. It's just at Ryan's music, R Y A N S Ryan's music. Um, and you know, we're just, we're busy, busy, busy this year. And I'm grateful for, even in the, even in the chaos and this, this weird season that we've all kind of been in and the, the, the ways that we've all had to pivot and maybe kind of have a new norm, we're still just so thankful that um, we still have so much opportunity and people still want us to come out and, and share music with them and play and just minister to people in a live setting. We're touring the rest of the year. Our, our schedule is just packed. So I'd, I hope people go to ryanstevensonmusic.com as well and just find, look at my tour dates right there and uh, come out and see us. Spread the word. Revival is happening. It is now. The kingdom is here. And it's now. And it's within us. And I'm just so moved to be able to continue to trumpet that message of, of our beloved identity. As sons and daughters of the king this year from here on out. I'm never going back to
1: the way it used to be. Yeah, that's good. So to wrap up, I'd like to see if you'd be willing to share something that God has maybe been doing in your life recently that would help dot our listeners' faith. Yeah.
0: I think the Lord has has been peeling peeling layers of insecurity off of me. And I and I think that a lot of us, a lot of us, if we're being really honest, some of us walk around with that orphan spirit thing. And I've learned that the orphan spirit always carries a heavy backpack full of the spirit of rejection. You know? Never feeling like we measure up, never feeling good enough. And I I just my my prayer for all of us this year is that we would accept the fact that we are fully accepted. I think that's the number one thing the Lord has been speaking into my life is just you are you are accepted. You are beloved. You're a son of the king and and you there's nothing you can do about. It. And it just sounds so reckless and irresponsible, but this is this is not new theology. This is the early church fathers. This is orthodox early teaching that we're mystically co-crucified and with Christ and, and joint heirs with Jesus. I mean, Ephesians 1 and 2, it's like this is such good news and I wish I would have known this when I was 16 and 17 years old. But now that I'm in my 40s and knowing this now, it's like, man, that's this is all I want to talk about. I want everything to be about the finished work of Jesus and what that actually means for us. Not some cheap grace message and our license to go do whatever we want, but but a, a resolve, and that that sense of man, I'm I'm a child of the King, and that moves my heart even closer to Him rather than having to walk around with a facade on all day, thinking that I got it together, and I have to have this performance-based approach to God. We've we've all lived that way, we've all lived on that hamster wheel, and it's exhausting, and we weren't designed to live that way. And my prayer is that we would just begin to come directly into the knowledge that we are fully accepted sons and daughters of the most high and that is good news yeah
1: that's good well ryan thank you so much uh for taking the time and and chatting with me today and i want to encourage you man to go eat some cinnamon toast crunch
0: yeah we'll do it man i mean here's what i do you people might think this is gross but my one like kind of Fix where I kind of get some of that is my kids eat it and so like when they're done my one son he doesn't necessarily like to drink the milk he doesn't like his he always pours his milk out I'm like hey I'm like hey don't, don't eat with that milk we have it <laughs> so I'll have I'll, I'll like sip on some of his milk I'm like oh there it is there's that cinnamon milk. it's like horchata yeah
1: well thanks for listening and thank you Ryan for chatting with us Be sure to subscribe to our podcast wherever you may listen. If you're on Apple, please leave a five-star review and rate our podcast. Follow us on all social media platforms at Christian Music Guys. Be sure to check out our website, christianmusicguys.com, for all the latest blogs. Thanks again. See you next week.